0: Stop playing, nigga Y'all nigga know what the fuck going on Big 4L Big Steps Big Footprints Pussy 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 Okay 21 Okay 21 Okay 21 Okay 21 Big 4L The biggest Welcome back to another edition where we lie don't know no shit about our team or our picks. I'm here with all the guys. Drift, how you living, Chief?
1: I'm having a great day, man. I finally had a winning week. Life has turned around for me. It's been it's been amazing. You're like a new man. Just hanging out. What about you, Joe? I know you faded me. You Had a bad weekend. Probably lost a lot of money. What's the vibes like? Faded you. And
2: faded myself in the process, man. It was fun though. Fun though. Longhorns got a win. They looked good. Bears ain't any better, but it was still fun. It was a good weekend.
1: The Bears are hot trash. I mean, they are fucking garbage. They might be on the. uh, They might be on Caleb Williams' watch list.
0: The bears. They are look ass. a lot like
2: VT. I know that.
0: The bear. The Bears are ass in a way where. The thing about NFL is like the NFL will like have a bad like a team and they'll be picking number one for a reason. And the Bears, the Bears had to trade up for number one. Um because Lovey Smith uh no, they didn't trade up.
1: No, they had one. They, they traded down. down they traded down with the Panthers. Yeah.
0: The Texans had number one and they decided to go win and make some things shake out. Yeah, you don't fix those type of problems by just getting another quarterback, but whatever. Quarterback is the greatest position ever, so I get it. Yeah. Our Virginia Tech Hokies are on a, what, three-game losing streak? We're on a three-game skid. Um, They, they went on the road to Marshall, and they lost the game. Marshall covered. Marshall covered. Uh, Virginia Tech lost seventeen to twenty four it was a game where that at first you know you watch drones on that first drive and he and we march right down the field and drones runs the touchdown in and on the ensuing Marshall drive we get a turnover and I'm thinking Sh- we about to run, we about to cook the books we about to run these boys about their old shit but a game is four quarters it ain't two drafts um we'll start with the quarterback because this has been the topic of many conversations. Uh, drones was 19 or 35 for 159 yards, 15 carries 75 yards, two TDs. It seemed like he was under, under duress all day. It seemed like he was running for his life. Um, he didn't get the best pass protection on this day. Um, and that was one of the I don't want to say strengths of the team, but the offensive line over the first at least two weeks, definitely, even going into the Rutgers game, was a decent pass blocking unit. You know, bad yeah. at run blocking, but they was at least de- they was at least serviceable at pass protection. It did that didn't seem the case uh, last week, but uh, we saw with drift like. What was your thoughts on drones and if you could give him a letter grade what would you give him? I'd probably give drones like a
1: like a B- for this game. I like like you said he was kind of running for his life back there. Uh he had some good plays, he had some bad plays. The fumble that he had was like kind of at the worst timing. It was like I think Marshall had just scored, we got the ball back and then you fumble and give him the ball right back. Uh it kind of it, it just added to the momentum swing. And and you know that's he's got to clean some of that stuff up. You know he he had a turnover a week before as well. But um, he, it's kind of hard to like evaluate him because, like you said, the offensive line was so bad and the receivers. You know you still have some injuries out there. Like they're getting healthier, but still not. I mean you still don't have Allie Jennings. So um, he's doing the most he can. I there's obviously we're going to get into it, a lot of other problems. So I'm going to go with a I'm going to go with a B minus on that one. What about you, Joe?
2: Ooh, yeah. I'm going B minus. He cut down the interceptions. He didn't have any interceptions. Made up for a lot of what we were trying to do in the run game. Used his legs really well, ran the ball well. The play calling really didn't help him. He was kind of at a disadvantage there, so can't hold it against him. We had some drops issues. And to be honest with you, man, the O-line was just, Getting abused, so with what he had to work with, probably a B B minus maybe. That's kind of what I'm giving him. What you got, Vito?
0: um I, I'm going might have to get a man to a minus B- as well. uh Turnover turnovers are bad, you know. Turn turnovers another good thing. And my one of my uh rules that I have for myself is if you turn the ball over, like that that you automatically can't get an A. Like, they, of course, all turnovers are created equal, but, like, when you fumble the ball or you throw, like, an egregious pick, like, that eliminates your chance at an A. I'm going to give him a B-minus because I feel like what he does as far as – Tootin had his greatest the greatest game of his Virginia Tech career on nine carries. He probably had 88 yards through the first three weeks. And he got 88 yards last week just with drones being out there. So there's some drones things that he does that don't even really pop up on the stat sheet come. And also drones ran for 75 yards himself. Virginia Tech having a run game is essential to what we plan on doing, going into conference play. He ran for his life, uh, the motherfucker probably averaged two yards an attempt, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm gonna give him a B minus. I won't. I won't hold his feet to the fire over drop passes. Um, shout out to the god's nails that caught everything that was thrown at them. <laughs> but um, I'll, yeah. I'll. That's that's let's start. Let's talk about these receivers and tight ends because the guys, the guys nails. They they get a pass this week. They don't get no slander from me. I can't speak for y'all. But the nails they they weren't, you know, projected to be in this prominent role, but it is what it is. We got injuries. Jalen Lane was clearly not a hundred percent. And I was disappointed in uh Daquan Felton's performance. I feel like with Jalen Lane not being a hundred percent. Clearly, he can't, you know, he wasn't as explosive as we've seen. And Allie Jennings is injured, of course. I feel like I needed one of the, I, I needed him to be bigger, play bigger, do more. It's it's kind of on you now to be like the leader of the receivers while the top two is out. But um what was y'all's thoughts on the receiving core, the guys, the guys nails fell in everybody what was your thoughts on the uh on how the receivers performed
1: benji looks really good um he i think you know like daquan's kind of underperforming and benji's been playing really well so i think i saw the depth chart that dropped well i think yes today or yesterday i forgot when it was um and benji's now the starting tight end on there so he looks to be a, a solid player moving forward, and he's got the size, prototypical tight end, so he's pretty solid. Um, and Steven Gosnell had, like, a hell of a catch, and he got, like, a one-handed snag. Jones is like, rolling out, got him the ball. That was solid, but, yeah, like you said, we need some we need some people to step up, and, you know, we were looking towards Daquan Wright to step up. I feel like Daquan, Daquan Felton could uh, also step up. He only had three catches for 10 yards, but... Um, you know, you got at least you got some guys that are making some plays, and Tootin had 45 yards to the air as well. So, uh, over 100 yards from scrimmage from him, but not too shabby. What about you, Joe? What you got?
2: Yeah, the guys Nail Brothers looked like they had stick them on their hands. I think that they're <laughs> yeah, really, hands. To like, yeah, Like you, for them, it's automatic. Uh, really disappointed in Felton this year. I kind of thought after the ODU game that maybe. He might be the guy to step up when Jennings was hurt. And he's just kind of falling flat. I don't know if the, you know, if the scene's too big for him, the lights are too bright or what. So he kind of disappointed me. Daquan Wright disappointed me too. He's had some drop issues this year. He had fumble issues in the past. Kind of wondering like, when's he going to grow up a little, you know, when's he going to develop out of that or Willie, you know, so it's kind of a little concerning lane. Obviously he wasn't healthy. One of the issues I have, though, with the wide receivers is I noticed sometimes that they weren't all running the correct play. There was a few times that they got bunched up on top of each other again or tripped each other. That fourth and three play that drones chucked it, you know, deep to right down triple coverage. If you look at the top of the screen on that play, looks like it's guys now, and I can't tell who's beside them, but they get tangled up. And Gosnell actually trips. And Drones was looking that direction at first before he panicked and then went deep to right. So he probably should have ran the ball there, to be honest. But, man, the wide receivers are just kind of disappointing me, man, outside of the Gosnells. Y'all are
0: good. Yeah, the the Gosnells the Gosnell is holding it down. I think, I, I think we said it a week ago when we said uh, – Benji Gosnail, the white Jeff King, Steve is, is Stephen Gosnails, the white CJ Curl. And um they're making plays, man. They doing, they're doing their best. They're, they're giving it their best shot. And they kind of they kind of led the charge, you know, albeit in the losing effort. Let's get to the much maligned offensive line, because it was a it was a rough week. It was a rough. It was a. It, it ain't no other way to put it. It was a rough week. In the pass protection department, um, there was a there was a play where I saw Parker Clements basically get ragdolled. He got thrown down like a like a like a old Virginia slave. It, it was just, it was bad, man. It, it was guys getting beat. It was guys getting whooped. Um, I, 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 I did get to see. I did get to see Brody Meadows come into the game like at this point crook start rotate hey listen i want to see all kinds of different combinations on the offensive line bro i want to see all kind i want to see the more brothers i want to see everybody i want to see who is it? johnny dixon i want to see them all bro i want to see everybody because uh jobs should be up for grabs I don't give a fuck if you've been here two years, three years, four years. You were seventh year senior, all that crazy shit. Uh, jobs should be up for grabs. Drift, what's your thoughts?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. The offensive line's looking like buns. We got a bunch of young guys, a lot of freshmen. Another one in there is Lath uh, Ganaham. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. But uh, get those guys some reps now, because if we're gonna be if we're gonna be this bad, we might as we might as well be youth bad and get experience you know what i mean um so yeah I'm, I'm i'm all on board with that one i mean the offensive line is just continues to be an issue um uh, you know i understand it's crooks first year but we got to get we really got to put something together uh or, you know make some strides somewhere savior Chaplin kind of looks like shit too i was expecting more from him this year and he's kind of been a dud uh he honestly doesn't look very in shape either he looks kind of small um, yeah, they got a lot of work to do, man. They gotta start rotating those kids in there. Um get those freshmen involved early. Yeah.
2: The offensive line, this is the worst offensive line I think I've ever seen at BT during my lifetime. And I saw freaking Nick Marshman play, man, and Braxton Faff. Shout out to you, Braxton. I know it was your birthday the other day. But you're gonna catch some slander today because this O line's fucking horrible. Yeah, Chaplin. On the next to last play of the game, got absolutely smoked. Whiffed, missed his man, let drones get killed. More ton of bad snaps from the older Moore. Like, they were all low. I think that fucks up the rhythm with the quarterback. Messes his timing up for sure because he's trying to think quicker and make up for it. Parker Clements, man, you might as well just be a revolving door at the mall, bro. Because you're just going to get folded like a comforter going in a washing machine, get spun around and end up on your face. That was pathetic, man. If we were relevant enough for Coach 30 to know who BT is, you would be on Coach 30 right now. You would be Davis. That is who you would be. You Or Connor. One of the two. Man, it was bad. The offensive line was so bad. I don't even know like where you go from there with them. But the one thing I don't understand is, go ahead and play the young guys. Like, they cannot possibly be any worse. You cannot find me anybody that would be worse than Parker Clements. Like, a regular fan might actually do better. Like, I just don't get it, man. I thought Brody Meadows looked all right when he gets in. I kind of wonder how bad Frady is that he can't get on the field. That was really a wasted portal spot, if you ask me. But, like, play Hunter McClain. Who cares? Play the Hollyfield kid. Play all of them, you know. Who cares at this point? The offensive line. If I was giving them a grade, they're getting an F, F minus. Didn't even try.
0: Yeah, uh, man. I I I got it. I if I was grading as well, they get the F just because coming out of a timeout, you get a false start. That's that. That's one of the. That's one of the seven deadly sins. Like, bro. You coming out of a timeout? It's what? What's what's the down and distance? Fourth and one, fourth and yeah, two. Yeah, fourth and one.
2: And this fourth is the second one. game this year that that uh, Bob Schick has done something stupid on a potential game tying drive. He did it at Purdue. He got a stupid penalty on that last drive against Purdue.
0: We so get cool. a false start on a fourth and one that drives us back. That, that drives us back five yards it changes the entire play call it changes everything and uh that those are you cannot have that penalty out of a timeout um you know false starts going to happen especially on the road but marshall is in the, mo- the most hot hostile environment but you know he's going to have false starts but out of a timeout, like you can't do that out of no timeout. And hey, Bob Schick know that. Okay, like, hey, I'm pretty sure he he beat himself up over it. But uh, you know, we just here to report the facts, man. You can't be doing that shit, man. Shout out to you, Bob Schick, but you you was dead wrong for that, bro. You you're not supposed to do that. Um, this offensive line is going to continue to be a problem as the games get tougher because you know. That was all out of conference games (laughs) that, you know, they say college football don't have a preseason, but I would say that those four games would amount to a preseason. Oh Um, yeah. You know, we we didn't face any demons or nothing like that. We didn't face any teams that were truly, truly, you know, one of the elite teams. We faced some solid, you know, I I think Rutgers is a solid program. Um, but we didn't face any world beaters, but I felt like yeah. we faced some some stiff competition. But I mean, we was out there getting beat by everybody except ODU. So offensive yeah. line got to pick it up, man.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that fall start on fourth and one, I feel like encapsulates prize tenure at Virginia Tech. It's, it's like, oh, you're in a game that you could potentially tie up. Don't worry, we'll find a way to fuck it up in a super easy way. You know what I mean? Like, just that's. I feel like that's everything that's that's happened. So they gotta, they gotta fix that shit. Uh, That was an absolute crushing way to lose.
0: Now let's get to the to the better unit, albeit they had a. I was thinking. I was thinking. I hadn't expressed this to anybody, but this got to be the worst decent defense. Virginia Tech has ever had <laughs> the worst it's not, defense it's not a bad defense but it's not a it, it, but it's on paper because we watch the games all three of us watch the games. every Virginia Tech fan of course watch the games if we didn't watch the games we would think we got a good defense like if you just look at box scores and shit like okay you it ain't like we giving up 50 and shit Right. Every game, like was somewhat in the games and all that, until you know the offense leaves the defense out there so long that they break and stuff like that. I could explain like like if I was a a positive leaning fan, I could explain that we have a good defense and make it make sense. It's not a bad defense. So I say it's a bad, good defense, if that makes sense. And it probably don't to the listeners, but it's a bad, good
1: defense
0: because yeah, they, what you about to
1: say drift. Oh, they just give up big plays. That's the only. Thing. I mean, if you take out the big plays, I, I feel like we yeah, have if you a take out the great big defense. plays.
0: It's an elite defense because we probably give up probably a hundred yards passing a game. Our opponents, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. They don't have to throw the ball to beat us because our run defense is bad. But right. our opponents go into every go into Virginia Tech games like okay, cool. We can't throw on these guys, you know, but shit, we can run on them. And they just kind of like physically beat us to sleep. But uh I bet you the corners are like in every meeting, like don't look over here.
1: It's not Head us.
0: It. <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> but uh we're gonna get into this defense. We did cause. Two turnovers. Shout out to Kelly Lawson, man. Kelly Lawson had him a hell of a game. And uh Keontae and Jenkins. again. And led the team in tackles. And Keontae Jenkins, wow hurt. Or yeah, wow hurt. He wasn't injured. He was hurt. But um still able to be tough and make as many plays as he could and you know doing what he could. It looked like he had his um, look like he had a shoulder wrap. But uh shout out to those guys. But it starts up front. And we said going into this game that we had to stop uh, Ali. We had, like, he was the focal point. I'm pretty sure he was the focal point in all the meetings. We brought him up. I'm pretty sure every other Virginia Tech podcast brought him up. Rasheed Ali, we cannot let him get off. Well, he got off to the tune of, what, 176 yards? Yeah. Uh, No, I'm sorry, 174 Mm -hmm. yards. 174. Mm -hmm. 174 yards. Two touchdowns. He averaged 6.4 yards per carry. Um, it's, it feels like he got all that on like two or three runs, honestly. But um, Marshall was the more superior team. But it starts with the defensive line. So I'm going to swing it to drift. If you had the greatest defensive line, all of them, everybody that played, from Payne to everybody, to the Fuga, everybody, what would you give a letter grade to this defensive line?
1: Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh a C minus No, I probably D plus D plus on this one only because if you look at the if you look at the tackle list on in terms of the stats they they did absolutely nothing on there I mean Josh Fuga had a straight donut day didn't show up on the stat sheet not once uh Antoine Powell had one tackle uh Wilfred Penay had one tackle as well I mean they and then they they it, I think they were the ones that really kind of screwing over our defense on the big plays uh, and letting and letting their running back get off. I get that. Like there's a lot of factors in here. Like, you know, obviously our offense is giving the ball back and all that and all that shit. But I think the defensive line has been the weakest part of this defense. Uh, and, 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 you know, the, when we get out physical, it's, you know, it's because of the defensive line. So uh, I think they had a pretty poor performance on this one. I'm going to go with a D plus. What about you, Joe? I'm going with a D for
2: dummy. Because that's what they looked like out there. Horrible. Horrible. Our defensive tackles, I don't think they could start for another P5 program across the country. The only one that looked like he even had a pulse was Payne. I don't know why he isn't starting, by the way. I don't know, you know, if he stole some old lady's purse or if he made one of the coaches, man, he's in the doghouse. But isn't he, he coming like off like a
1: of- major injury? Off. Yeah, he's coming off of injury. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he looked like the only one that even looked like he knew how to play. Defensive ends, man, I I don't know where y'all were, but it wasn't Huntington. Like They're getting a D, man. They're getting a D minus. I should give them an F, but they actually started to do a little bit when Marshall got conservative at the end of the game and was just trying to run the clock. But they're definitely a problem in the run game, stopping the run game as well. So D minus.
0: Uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a D, and the only reason why I'm not giving him an F is because Fedorius Payne got an A, and his A averaged out everybody else's. Everybody else's F. So, Fildarius Payne, you had yourself a whale of a game. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I just he would he just looked unblockable when he was in the game. He looked unblockable. He did a hell of a job uh representing Suffolk, Virginia. I'm pretty sure growing up on the peanut farm had to be rough. So, you know, you put yourself into one of those. That's what we need to get back to at Virginia Tech. Getting guys from Suffolk, where it's like, do I wanna like shell peanuts or like become a legend? Because like that's how you do it. We get a you get those, you get a he even got a uh can't go back Name, so you get a motherfucker named Felderius man it's this it's this it's it's this hoop shit is hoop life or, or it was life and suffer them the ones that make plays bro they call it a SEC name for a reason you know why because Jaquarius ain't got no fucking options is this Caleb he could go coach with dad so get the motherfuckers, bro. That's what that, that's what the, that's what that's what I need, man. Shout out to Phil Darius Payne, man. Salute yeah. to you, sir.
1: Pain the was, rest of you
0: motherfuckers, take a
1: Payne is our highest graded defender too. Uh, on PFF, he had. I guess they like him the most, and obviously showed up on the eye test too. He looks like a pretty solid player. So yeah, hopefully we can get keep getting more yeah. uh, production out of him because yeah. he can be a solid piece.
0: He, he looked like himself. Um, you know, sometimes when you coming back off injury, you you need even more time to knock the rust off because it ain't like he spent all last year practicing. He spent all last year rehabbing and shit. So. He he looked like he was back at his peak powers. Um, so shout out to him. You had yourself a day. You just, this ain't got nothing to do with you. None of this slander that's coming to these motherfuckers ain't got nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with zero. Let's get at these linebackers, man, because uh, we started we started uh, rotating guys in, but we had motherfuckers in. I ain't even know existed. George Balance. Shout out to George Balance, man. That's a great name for a linebacker, but um, my boy, Will Johnson, bro. Come to the front of the church, man. Where in the fuck... Was that. And the only reason why I'm coming at you, Will Johnson, is it ain't because, you know, whatever, whatever. When you wear number 53 and you play poorly, whatever, you're doing what you got to do. But when you put on my OG's number, number 25, that 25 used to mean something special here. It don't mean shit now. It's the, you know, gritty player of the week award or the lifetime achievement award, but it used to mean something. When you put on that twenty-five. Um Frank Beamer's rolling in his grave. But then I found out he was surrounded by white women in South Carolina. So shout out to Frank Beamer, bro. My OG. But uh Frank Beamer didn't die for this shit, man. What was y'all thoughts on these linebackers, man? The, these not linebackers named Ke, not named Keontae Jenkins or uh Kelly Lawson. Yeah, they I i it's, yeah, I guess I would put Keontae Jenkins
1: in a linebacker conversation, but it, I feel like this is the same thing as the defensive line. I think they played a little bit better as a group. So I'm going to go more in like a C range on this one. Kelly Lawson was really the only one I thought played well. Disney was okay, but Will Johnson and the rest of the gang were pretty fucking terrible. Um, I think on that, on one of those long runs, I think it was the first one that, that Ollie broke off. Um, both linebackers filled the same gap. <laughs> they and then the, and, the, and the running back went to the other gap and and gashed us. And Jalen Jones obviously just took the wrong angle like he always does. Uh, uh, linebackers are are kind of a mixed bag, and it's it is it fair to say that it's a problem because we have Pry and Marv on the staff. Like should should the linebackers look better than they do right now? Is my question. I know that Lawson is good and we like him, but should the linebackers look better than they are? it's alarming because you have three linebacker coaches more or less
2: like experienced ones anyway. Yeah, and I they mean, haven't developed anyone.
1: This is like I mean, Kelly is
2: terrible in the run game.
1: And this should be like this is like if you hire Lincoln Riley like okay, you know your quarterbacks are going to be good. Everybody else like they'll figure it out but you know for a fact like your your quarterbacks going to be good. That's what I feel like you should have with with pride in the staff is like it should be if everything looks like shit, the linebackers should be good at the very war, at the very least. Um, yeah, they're one of the worst units on defense. Uh, no, absolutely, and, and there's some promise. Like, don't get me wrong. I know I'm just shitting on them right now. Like, obviously, Lawson's got some some promise, but I don't know. It's just we're not getting enough out of them, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm giving them an
2: F because y'all fucking suck. So that's what y'all are getting this week. Will Johnson disrespected the 25 so bad that we're probably going to have to end it now. Like, I'm not sure we should keep that going, man. We're just <laughs> spitting in Frank's face, man, at this point. So I'm down there taking pictures. Frank was down there in South Carolina getting his pictures taken with the cheerleaders, him, with the beaming.
0: finest white women.
2: Yep, some elite milk. So shout out to Frank. I am sorry we disrespected you like this, man. Will Johnson probably shouldn't be on this team, really, man. After that, I don't know if he's the type of player that can play it at this level. Jaden Keller, bro, find God. Be a preacher. Because I don't think this is for you. Tisdale, man, he is he point shaving again, man, because come on. Like the whole the whole run defense was terrible. Kelly Lawson was bad. In the run defense as well. Caleb, Caleb Woodson's a true freshman, so I'll give him a little bit more leniency. Even Jenkins wasn't that great in the run defense. I'm getting an F, man. You cannot give up big plays. You can't get caught on TV, on camera, with your head bobbing, trying to chase Ali Jennings down. Or, I mean, Ali, Rasheen Ali down. I'm getting an F.
0: Man, yeah, this shit full too. Man, it was bad. It was bad, man. I, mean, I, I had to give him a D. You know, to come, you know, obviously, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure prize four three. And even though it's not the most traditional four or three, I'm pretty sure he wants his defensive line to like eat up all the blocks and it allows his linebackers to just run and create havoc. And maybe there, maybe as a result of poor D-line play, you know, is leaving up. But I be feeling like, damn, like, y'all motherfuckers don't even be in the picture frame some of these times, bro. Like, I want to, I can understand if y'all motherfuckers was in the picture frame and we, we just ain't wrapping up and shit. But sometimes these motherfuckers ain't even in the goddamn frame. That's what be making me feel like, all right, bro. We got some deep rooted issues, so I give these motherfuckers a D, man. Just off the efforts of Kelly Lawson and Keontae alone in the passing game and uh being active, and, and like I said, the injuries and everything you know, injuries and guys are getting banged up. And like I said, who the fuck is George Balance? Who are these people? Man, it was just reaching for motherfuckers. Hey, listen, it is what it is.
2: Who was Matt um, Johnson? Drift had him on. Twitter looking like a WWE. He looked like Bobby Lashley from the WWE, man.
0: Boy, man yeah. Matt Johnson. That Matt would... Johnson, damn, they fucked up on a kick, but we're going to get to special teams in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, you it know, was crazy, man.
2: To your point, Vito, I would say that maybe that's the vision with Pra, having the D-line kind of eat up the blocks, but our linebackers go in the wrong gaps. So they can't even get that
1: right. Yeah, I mean – Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson's a funny one because I, I if we ever did like a VT football iceberg, he would be on there somewhere. Cause he is like <laughs> he is the most athletically he looks like the most athletically gifted person on the planet. This dude is absolutely built as fuck. <laughs> he's and he's a trash. He's, oh he's he did. So he didn't do
0: I I know I know Joe remembered his name. He didn't do Nick. Nick of three. Three. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep looked like bro, fucking three was a motherfucking god bro in the weight room <laughs> yeah,
1: We yeah, exactly that's this guy this guy is the weight room warrior and i the think he was like a, god, a walk-on bro. like you never even see him on the depth chart but it's funny it's funny when they post pictures of him and shit because everybody's like who the fuck is that
0: Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker the new nigga Kree or the or the the or oh, like the van Dykes. Shout out to the van dykes, man. I don't want no smoke, bro. Somebody come, somebody thought I was Devin Van Dyke on a timeline one time. I'm like, bro, you must have never seen me and never seen him. Because ain't no way you can mix this up. No fucking way, bro. Shout out to the Van Dykes, man. Um, of course, the secondary. Um they might not be the best as far as helping save everybody else's bacon on these big runs, but uh, it wasn't too many, too many busted coverages. Uh, the quarter Marshall quarterback Cam Francher, he did enough to win the game. He he did enough to win the game, but he never once had us in hell, had us threatening as far as as far especially as far as his passing. I, I would, I would, I would stamp. I was stamping A as far as pass coverage from these corners, and and Jalen Jones be fucking up at safety, but he's a receiver, man. I, I ain't tripping on that man over that. What was your thoughts on the pass defense, the pass coverage in general?
1: Yeah, like I mean, they're good. I mean, it. it we haven't faced a, a really a throwing team yet, um, right? Like I feel like we'll really get an idea of who they are after Florida State. Florida State is gonna throw the ball, that's for damn sure. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, I think they, they've been playing well, they've been doing their job, but it's like they haven't really been challenged either. So right, like right. yeah, really it's kind of
2: hard to tell, you know, because teams don't have to throw the ball. We're so bad at stopping the run. Jalen Jones on that first rushing touchdown, he was lost, man, looking for his family like a kid at the mall. Like, we're about to have to put a PSA out on him, man, on rushing plays. I also noticed that Marshall probably got the scouting report that we try to tackle low and dive at knees because they were hurdling us, like, all the time. So, I don't know, man. I kind of feel bad for the secondary. Feels like they're, like, literally the only group on the entire team doing their job and decently coached.
0: Yeah, they they doing the damn thing, man. Those uh, and and they, they're rotating in the young guys to get. We'll, see we're playing experienced guys, young guys, you know. And pass coverage, it's been tight. They they they're playing aggressive. They're playing with some, you know, with an identity. They're playing with some swag. It's the only you, it's the only unit on the team that you know has like an identity and some. Some swag and some leadership, and shout out to the shout out to the DBs, man. Shout out to Cheetah, man, for all the criticism that he gets off the field, as far as what he decides to post on X. Uh, his unit performs. Um, yeah, I can't, I cannot, I cannot tell a lie. His his unit performs. His unit, his unit makes plays, and then they playing with that. They playing with a shit. They playing with an edge, so. Shout out to Cheetah and his guys. Special teams, special teams, special teams, special teams. I already talked about the, the Matt Johnson almost debacle where we, you know, looked at a kickoff, damn near, get recovered by the uh, opposing team. We had Tucker Holloway out there thinking he could truck people. It was kind of crazy. Special teams was kind of crazy. Uh what was your thoughts on the special teams, man? What's up with Tucker Holloway thinking he's prime Marshawn Lynch, man? What was up with that?
1: Tucker Holloway's got rocked, man. <laughs> and and bro, the fucking the Marshall coach that posted that, that video of Tucker Holloway getting rocked and just shitting on Virginia Tech, man. That was a bad look right there. Uh special teams are are kind of buns, man. They're not looking good. Uh and that's a unit that at Virginia Tech should be should be good, should be elite. Um they got to figure that shit out. I know. I know. I'm going to pass it to the Stu Holt hater himself. Joe, you want to tear his ass up? Yes,
2: sir. Pastor Joe is here to do just that. I, am, I have truth on Stu Holt. Uh, special teams, again, was bad. Obviously, we talked about M- Matt Johnson. There's a reason they kicked the ball, they pushed it to him. Uh, Tucker Holt, what are you doing, man? Tucker, man, protect your neck, dog. Like, he got his head taken off. Like, Three times.
0: He was getting like, killed out oh, of there.
2: He was, man. He's still banged up. Uh, we still got to find a kicker because I think that's probably why we had to go for it early in the game there on fourth down instead of taking the three. You always take the points off a of turnover, man.
0: Always Free
2: take points. points. Free points. But <sighs> didn't kick the field goal, probably because our kicker ain't. Good enough. Probably don't have enough leg to hit it from there. Special teams are bad, man. I don't care what nobody says. Who took we Had a good game against Georgia Tech, man. Shut up. That was one game. They've been bad ever since. Like, it's bad, man. Stu Holt, you're still a money dog. I know you want to fight me. Come see me. Do what you got to do. You suck. You should be investigated for fraud because there ain't no way you're a special teams coach, man.
0: Fire Stu Hope. Yeah, man. Shout out to Stu Hope. Uh wasn't he the black coach of the year? Or was that somebody else? <laughs> the was Sean Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Quill, bro. The black coach of the year, bro. Shout outs to you. Um, yeah, man. That special teams. And that's a that's another thing. That's another element to Virginia Tech. Cause even you know, in the glory days. We have bad offenses, just like today. That's the one thing, that's the one tradition that always holds, Virginia Tech having bad offense. But uh, we could damn near put down, hey, give me a special team score, whether that be a return or a block punt or, you know, us just making plays on special teams or a good field position. Goddamn, uh, Peter Moore is the best punter. He's the best player on the team. So shout out to Peter Moore. You know, this ain't got nothing to do with you, Peter Moore. You be doing your job. But uh, we could damn near, okay, the offense going to give us 10. The defense might give us a short field, and we can score off of that. And the special teams is going to give us a little shum-shum. That's why uh, another reason why we be losing for real, like the formula is fucked up. Uh, So Stu Hope, we need more, baby. Uh, you know, I'm not Joe, I don't want to fight you and none of that other dumb shit, but uh I just need a little bit more. I need I need a little bit more. Oh, fucking hokies, man. Just motherfuckers don't know how hard it is to be okay I guess if you listening, you know how hard it is, but bro. Not it your mama's Virginia
2: Tech no more.
0: Yes, them days is over with, bro. Uh we was talking about this in pre-production but yeah with this loss to Marshall it was the first loss to Marshall since World War II uh they had they had beat us in 1940 but uh <laughs> if if you live in the Commonwealth of Virginia or if you live in the state of North Carolina the state of Maryland um the state of West Virginia or the state of Tennessee basically all as far as, I guess, college students, I ain't go to college, you know. But all the students, those students that you run across, they can all talk shit to you. You know, ECU fans, ODU fans, JMU fans, Liberty fans, Maryland, Europeans fans, everybody. But this loss, like, like there's not one fan base you can't run across that can't add you. So Virginia Tech Hokies take a bow, man. It's been a rough half decade, bro. Yeah, they they got they got to figure it out. What y'all thoughts on pride? What y'all? I, I felt like after the game, this was the first week where pride got legitimate smoke from the fan base. Like, we don't want to hear that y'all fought. We don't want to hear, you know, that you like the effort. We don't want to hear none of that shit. Uh, fix this shit. This was the first week where, like, you know, more than, you know, one or two people were saying what the overall sentiment were, of the fan base was like an eye roll, like, we ain't trying to hear this shit. So, let me start with Joe, because Joe Joe got the streets. Joe's tapped in with the streets. What's the... what's What was your thoughts on Pratt getting his first real weekend of smoke?
2: Man, it's kind of alarming. This kind of feels a little bit to me like when the streets started to turn on Fuente in a way. Like now we got a night game and it's a whiteout. feels like that Duke game all over again. And yeah, then... Pry didn't handle it well. Either him or his interns started blocking people on Twitter, which made it that much worse. Yeah, that had fuel of fire right there. Yeah, um, when it was already smoldering. Right. Yeah, man, it's getting smoking hot for him out here. There's a lot of smoke going around for Brent Pry. I hate it for him because, like, of anybody, like, we want him to succeed, you know, because he's like, he's a good dude, you can tell. He came in, we kind of thought we had our type of guy, and, has it been working out so far. And I think from what I can tell, people are like still, they're not really out on pride. They're still willing to give him a chance if he'll replace some people like Bowen. Like those guys, they're dead. They're done. Like their time here, they might as well just go ahead and hit the LinkedIn, pull a Brad Glenn or a Joe Rudolph and get yourself another job so it doesn't say fired on the resume. But yeah, it's alarming to me. It feels like this could go the Fuente route. If we don't turn it around, we got you.
1: So I'm gonna go a little different direction here. Try to add a little bit of perspective, but I'm not freaking out. I'm not on the board of freaking out. My take on it is that we got a really young team right now, like a super young team. And right now in college football, a lot of teams are playing with a bunch of COVID seventh year seniors. Fucking Sam Hartman is out here, 29 years old obviously I'm joking, but you get the point. Like a lot of these teams are just super old. Um, and that's, that's a plus. I mean, we have some of those old players on our team. They're bad, but most of our team is, you know, freshmen and sophomores and redshirt freshmen. Like it's just a super young team compared to our competition. And so throughout the years, I think they're going to get experience. I think probably will keep them together. And I think things will turn around eventually. Um, and if they don't, then he gets canned after, you know, his after you give him some time. But I'm 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 patient to see what they can do. I know that it's been a bad start to the year, but I mean, we all kind of knew this team was going to be bad. And sure, we talked ourselves into seven and five and six and six, whatever, because we wanted to be positive about the season and see the, you know,
0: what
1: we, are going to go into a season thinking your team is going to go three and nine and like actually believe that. Um, so. We had higher hopes and maybe the team was but yeah they're playing bad but I think there's a lot of other factors in here and I think people are just uh, you know expecting it to turn around faster than maybe it can um you know, the
2: problem with that though is like our seventh year sixth year COVID kids they're in the trenches and there are worse players on the team like our older players are the worst and and they're, fr- and, the front- team front- team and they're
1: and they're and fuente recruits, right? They're they yeah. fuente recruits. They're not his recruit. And they're, they're, let me get, let me get this straight too. There's two types of COVID six year players. There's the players that are like Sam Hartman that are moving around college football, getting to the best location to improve their draft stock, right? Like they literally have money on the table. And then yeah. there's players that we have on our team that are like, okay, we have this extra, we have these extra years of eligibility. I just want to play football. Right. That's that. Those are two different things. And we have those guys. We don't have the guys transferring around to improve their draft stock at, at their sixth year. Right. That's not what we're working with. Uh, we don't have
2: a single one of them.
1: Right. So, and the ones that we do have, I mean, if you want to throw Ali Jennings in there, you can do that. But he's hurt. Right. So yeah. there's a lot that's there's a lot more at play here. I think if you look at the big picture, it, things will pan out. And at the very least, like, prize tenure at Virginia Tech is going to be remembered for him just building, rebuilding relationships in Virginia, establishing the brand back as, you know, somewhere Virginia kids can go to and hopefully succeed, right? That'll be what he's remembered for if he doesn't work out as an on-the-field coach. Um, but I think the fan base is just getting antsy. You know, they're used to winning. This has been a winning program, despite that. You know, despite you don't have the national success, it's still been a winning program for a lot of years. This is finally the time where it's like, okay, we're hot trash. Like, we are not a good program anymore.
2: Yeah, people are finally realizing yeah. it. And, you know, the one thing that's really concerning is, though, in these recruiting classes, we're not bringing anybody in in the trenches. We had one good, D, like, highly rated D-tackle, Mensa, and he decommitted for Ohio State. I mean, we got Emmett Wall.
1: He's, he's good. Still, he's a player. He, fat
2: he's a player. He's not a guy that can come in and play right away, though.
1: Like, I mean, he's a math kid. What's his name? Right. Uh Dante Lovett came in and was playing right away. Yeah, but Law's body's not physically there. No, Law like, put up twenty six reps on two twenty five. There, there's, fat. there's NFL players that haven't even been able to do that at the combine. Like this he's dude is. This fat. dude is
2: big. And on the offensive line. I haven't really seen anybody that we've brought in that
0: could change my mind. There,
2: I'll give you all, but so unless we use the portal, I'm going to be really concerned.
0: Oh, portal! I don't want to see Pratt kiss one baby this off season, this upcoming off season. This is the lock yourself in the office and be on the phone. I don't want to see you at PKs. I don't want to see JC Price at PKs. I don't want to see y'all at Tots. I don't want to see y'all on the road unless you recruiting. Like this. You didn't kiss the babies. You, you, you pride gets it, all that dumb shit. Yeah, you bought the lunch pail back all that. Fine. Uh portal. 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 Crooks. Price. Portal.
1: Uh, yeah. The trenches, the trenches need the portal big time. We need to have a similar, we need to have a similar offseason in the trenches that we had for like the wide receivers.
0: Uh, yeah, they uh, need yeah. to address the trenches. And don't be afraid to hurt nobody's feelings. They'll be out will all be all right. Right. So yeah, that's that's it. That's it for the mar. I think we covered the Marshall loss. Our Virginia Tech Hokies is on a three-game losing streak. We know all about losing streaks, man. Ain't nobody this ain't no new shit. Let's get to week four last. This was actually a good week for me and Drift. Me and Drift had a good week. Joe was a a liar. Um, He had a pretty bad week. See, the thing about the Fade Drift movement, and I ain't never get involved in this Fade Drift movement because the thing about the universe, I believe, is the universe, everything comes into place, you know. For those that believe in a, that don't believe in a God, you know, the people that don't believe in a God believe in the Big Bang Theory, which means this shit just came to be. Uh, you, Once you start manipulating and fucking with shit, you know, that's when you get bad things. You get serpents, you get uh, Adam, Adam and Eve eating apples and shit. Can't fuck with shit. You got to just let things be. Can't beat the system. The- <laughs> what are you about to say? Can't beat the system. <laughs> Can't beat the system. You got to just let it be. The game of the week that I didn't get to watch because I was too busy watching our great Virginia Tech Hokies, uh, Florida State at Clemson. Heard it was a great game. I got to see the ending because it did go to overtime. It was a classic. It was a classic event. Keon Coleman is a stud. We got to face him in two weeks' time. Uh, Florida State made truth tellers out of me and Drift. Joe was a liar because he paid. He was on the pay drip shit. And Joe, you should have took. You should have known because we're the Clemson pickers, and we didn't even pick. <laughs> yep, yeah. resident, resident Clemson
1: pickers. We are The
0: resident Clemson pickers.
1: And honestly, Clemson should have fucking won that game. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but That's I'll take. I'll bro. take it. I'll take it.
0: I was hearing Clemson was running down on that shit, but uh, it's Florida. It might be Florida State's year, bro. When you you gotta have those road tests when you get it's so underrated when you can have a team that can in a rivalry game pull out a tough, gritty road test is it's it's so underrated uh, being able to do that. The the lie of the year, us fucking with Colorado. <laughs> yeah what we got actually them, cooked on this one the jig you know, is up the jig is up what was y'all thoughts on dan lanning going on that little locker room tirade about we play for wins not clicks what was y'all thoughts on that bullshit yeah that was that
1: was some that was some pre-game hype you know trying to gas up the guys get them ready for action that was a little corny in retrospect, but it probably fired him. I clearly fired him up because it fucking blew him out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's always know. they're always trying to make this like a whole like a whole race thing. You know, what yeah. I mean, it's 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 the media is is taking it in a ridiculous direction. Uh, so are the fans too. People on Twitter say some dumb shit. Um, yeah, they had a bad game. Colorado had a bad game. They didn't have their best player. That's all right. I think we'll get into these picks here, but I think they're gonna bounce back.
2: It was bound to happen, and Colorado was talking a lot of shit on the field before the game. So,
1: yeah, I I saw that happened. Oregon video. They were they're uh they were they were dropping some they were dropping some shit talking. That's for sure. Just fired them up.
0: Yeah, they made it easy. They was gonna get their ass kicked anyway. But once you start stomping on the OC, you become what you hate. And for the first three weeks, everybody was bullying Colorado. That was the narrative. So, you know, nobody believes in us. And then they went from that to whatever the hell Matt Rule said, or you, y'all transfer portal, to Jay Norvell was talking shit, Colorado State coach, take your glasses and hat off when you're talking to an adult. So, you know, it was about time then Colorado was trying to, like, you know, stomp on the O and scratch the O and Sh- Shadoa flexing his AP and all this other dumb shit. Like, bro, the jig is up. The jig is up. Now, you know, Colorado's about to start looking more like Colorado, especially with no Travis Hunter, and especially now that the book is out, like, oh, yeah, you know, they ain't right in the trenches. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't right in the trenches. They look real Virginia Techish uh versus Oregon, but Oregon oh, yeah. don't do that to a lot of people. Oregon been beating the shit out of people for years. I I didn't appreciate Dan Landis' comments because first of all, motherfucker, you let an ESPN camera into your locker room. So you're doing it for clicks too. Um and I'm not the first person to say say this, but uh Oregon wears 900 different uniform combinations for a reason. It's to be seen. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll get the you know, get the fuck up out of here, uh Dan Lannon, you know. But shout out, shout outs though. You made it, you made us all liars. The actual game of the week, this was a good ass game, a good physical game. And I've I've always said this: high-level college football is a different sport than the shit you see with the guys in Maroon do. Uh versus versus the ACC teams in the mid we play against. High-level college football is something special, something different. Ohio State versus Notre Dame, it was just great, great, great football, great game. Uh, Notre Dame is one of those special environments, especially at night. It's one of those special environments. They didn't get the win, unfortunately. Um, well, I don't even want to say unfortunately. It was a good game. Just somebody had to lose, in my in my opinion. But it was a push uh colorado i mean colorado ohio state won by three and what was a great it was a great game one of those games notre dame got a bad record when they wear green i'm pretty sure there's a 90 year old notre dame fan that shit herself when she saw those green uniforms what was your thoughts man
1: great game all around ohio state is good. I think they played a, a decent game. I thought Notre Dame looked like the better team for most of that game. Um you, you could tell McCord is not the same as, you know, Stroud or Fields or anything. So they're kinda down in that department at quarterback. Um but it was a good game all around. I I I was pissed that they kicked the field goal at the end of the game. I thought I had to bet one and then the guy comes out, he's like, Well there's actually one second on the clock and I was like fuck I needed that win. But um it was a great game all around. Shout out both teams for another elite performance on Saturday. And I just sat there and watched it like a little kid.
2: Almost had me one, man. I was kind of hoping Notre Dame was going to pull that out.
1: But just didn't have enough at the end. It was a good game. It was another classic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hartman, and it, it, it's very Notre Dame of them to fumble that bag because this is, this is the best quarterback they've probably had in maybe – I'd say like fifteen years, twenty years. Um, and this is the worst quarterback Ohio State has had that I can remember. Uh, I mean, he don't get me wrong; he made some good plays down the down the road of the game, but uh, McCord is not is not like the
0: other guys they've had over there. Yeah, said McCord is on his Craig Krenzel vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Craig Krenzel, bro. Um, uh, yeah, but that was a great game, Ole Miss. Just f- see, Bama is the most dangerous team after a loss. Oh yeah, because I mean, or, or after bat not after a loss. They lost to Texas
1: two weeks ago. Well, they had a bad game against UC. They USF. had a bad
0: game versus USF, and for, so for basically, essentially, two weeks, the the ESPN do do what ESPN does. Is Bama finished? Is it over? Is the dream over, bro? Oh, I'm gonna give y'all some betting advice. Always take Bama at the ESPN. Do that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Uh they are gonna come back with a vengeance every time. And me and Drift were truth tellers. Uh Joe took the ribs. And uh shout out to Lane Kiffin, man. That's all I can say. Shout out to Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Bobby. State. It's, we like, say,
1: it's like it's uh, like you remember when the Patriots started having those bad starts towards the end of Tom Brady's career, where they would go like yes. one and three, or I think they had a year. They never went like zero and two or zero and three or anything, but the media would always be like,
0: they would lose. Are one they or are they, they done?
1: Yeah, and then they right, go yeah. out and beat
0: the shit out of somebody. They did it every like the Patriots would do that shit. They they always did it twice a year too. They will always do one early where they will lose. And then they would do one late. Yeah. And every time, the media would be like, okay, cool. Dynasty's over. Time's washed. Bill's washed. You know, it's time to start over. And then they would; these motherfuckers would go on that run every and time.
1: They, and they win the Super Bowl. All those, Every, the every Bowl. time
0: they did that is the years that they won the fucking Super Bowl. They will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> They they had a formula how they did the shit. Mm-hmm. The UVA, the Wahoos, they finally came through for they finally came through for drift. They ain't come through for me. They <laughs> came through for drift because he been riding with them, sticking with them. Uh, they finally they finally and they 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 did it perfect. They covered, but they lost. Yep. perfect.
1: Perfect. <laughs> I couldn't ask
0: for a better game from them. <laughs> joe 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 but, lied his joe wolf pack let him down uh, joe was a big liar this weekend last weekend my ass off. <laughs> lying his ass off trying to fade that's why i said bro the fade drip shit you gotta just let the shit you gotta just let the universe do what it do usc beat the shit out of pit i didn't watch one second of that game uh I didn't watch one second of that UNC pitch shit, but uh Dracovic got
1: hurt in that game.
0: Um got hurt. Yeah, so they had us they had another
1: quarterback come in the game um in the second half. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't look very good.
2: Christian Velo, he was uh actually a kid that we looked at in the portal. But he ended up staying up there at Pitt because his girlfriend runs track at Penn State.
1: Yeah, so we got him next year.
2: Dual threat kid.
1: Yeah, we're gonna going. there's a scouting report. Yeah, that was the yeah, game was so... the same time as the Ohio State game. So
0: yes, I was watching Ohio State. So but pick at the ass kick. UNC. UNC has been somewhat under the radar because they haven't lost a game. And they've been they've been balling, man. So you know, maybe Matt got him a team. Maybe Matt got him a team that's gonna be in Charlotte for the ACC championship. Yeah,
1: you could say that they're the second team outside of Clemson. I mean, outside of Florida State. Uh, I mean, Miami's good, too. Miami, Miami's pretty solid, too, yeah. Miami's good, too.
0: The ACC, is, is the ACC got some people that's serious this year. They got some serious people about football this year. shout out to the ACC, man. Louisville. Gave Boston College a 50-piece nugget. They gave them six nuggets for free. Uh, Took their ass to the woodshed. Me and Drift already knew. Coming off Red Bandana game where they gave Florida State uh, the the game of their life that they was not about to replicate any of that versus Louisville. Louisville Louisville smacked the shit out of uh, Boston College. No big shock there. Joe was a liar. And last but not least, of course, the Virginia Tech Hokies always make us liars, but Joe was part of the Bay Drift movement, because if his ass picked with his heart, he'd be a liar lad again, but the Marshall <laughs> Thunder and <heard, laughs> the Marshall Thunder and made him a truth teller, because uh, shout out, shout out to, uh, shout out to Marshall, man, for making us, for making me, me and Drift would have had a hell of a week, had uh, yeah. we been able to pick for real, for real, but.
1: We would have had a hell of a week okay. if we recorded when Marshall was minus nine. We would have we hit, hit the cover oh, on that yeah. team.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, man, shout out to Charles Huff. He has one more win than Brent Pry, and he only makes 750 a year.
0: Shout out to Charles Huff.
2: One more. Uh, yeah, he hey. has one more P5 win than Brent Pry. He has two, and Pry has one.
0: I'm about motherfucker on a plumber salary. The fuck? Yeah. The fuck is he doing? That man Charles up out here making seven hundred and fifty thousand. That's the, him. We probably still the richest man in West Virginia. So <laughs> shout, out. <laughs> shout out to Charles up, bro. He's the one without wheels under his house. Yeah, shout out, shout out with you, my boy. He probably be the richest. He be, you know how that motherfucker that one motherfucker being barrel ordering two plates and shit. Shahi and Crackerborough, West Virginia, balling early Sunday morning, man. Shout out to Charles Up, man. Shout outs to you. Week what is it? Week five upcoming? Week five. Week five across college football landscape. You're gonna try to breeze through these, get the pick, and get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> the biggest game, the biggest non conference game. USC Caleb Williams and the boys at Colorado obviously Colorado's coming off the most humiliating game in the Dion coach Prime um in the coach Prime era USC did not look the best versus Arizona State last week I, I did for somehow peep some of that this is a highly anticipated game maybe USC was looking ahead. Who knows? Travis Hunter might play, too. I think I saw that today. They, that, that's definitely some gamesmanship shit. Because if – I don't think Prime is the type to put a kid out there with a lacerated liver, what, two weeks after? I don't think – I don't think. I think they're just saying that just to make USC think about it. But see, the thing about USC, USC got their own Travis Hunter. The name is Zachariah Branch.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: motherfucker is nice. That motherfucker Damn. is crazy. He's <laughs> and nasty. they got Jerry. And they got Jerry Rice, son. So uh the line, the line is USC minus 21 and a half. Joe, what you got?
2: Man, give me the buffs. Go buffs. Riding them. Go buffs.
0: Bounce.
1: Got the Drift Buffs.
0: With you. Uh, what you got.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Colorado as well. Here, I think after the game they had last week, I think they uh, I think they have a good week. You know, it, you don't really get blown out like that two times in a row. I think Dion will get them right for this game.
0: I'm gonna go with the Trojans. I'm gonna go with USC. I feel like USC is going to score every time they get the ball. So. Oregon had the better defense. Had the better defense, um, but USC got the better offense. I feel like they're gonna put up some track meet num- some track meet numbers on that defense. Uh, oh yeah, I think it's gonna get, I think it's gonna get bad. I think it's gonna, I think that was gonna get bad for Colorado as well. Ten, the Tennessee Volunteers go against our South Carolina Gamecocks. I know last year South Carolina upset Tennessee. Tennessee was ranked, I want to say, in the top ten. They might have been ninth in the country. That was, I think that was the game Hendon Hooker got hurt or didn't play something like that. And they shout out to South Carolina. They pulled it out. South Carolina, no, Tennessee is 12 and a half point favorites, which is shocking to me because Tennessee did not look good when they played against Florida. Uh, Tennessee hasn't looked that great this year, except when they play UVA, which don't mean a goddamn thing. Let's start with Drift. Drift, Tennessee is 12 and a half point favorite. South Carolina on the road. What you got?
1: I'm ripping Tennessee on this one. I think this is a uh, revenge game for them after that game last year that really kind of ended their season, right? I mean, they were in yeah. they were in playoff contention. Uh, that was a big loss that and and so I think uh I think they're gonna be fired up for this one it's at home they got a great environment so I'm taking them minus 12 and a half
0: okay I'll go second this time and I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the game Cox I'm gonna take South Carolina I feel like that's a lot of points and South Carolina's a good team Joe what you got
2: man. I think Tennessee is gonna win, but I don't think they can cover those points. So okay. Yeah. South Carolina, they've been playing some pretty good ball. They gave Georgia a game for a half. They just stuck yeah. it the Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give me the fighting Shane Beamers.
0: And, uh, fighting Shane Beamers. And Notre Dame at Duke. Duke is ranked 17th in the country. Duke has been. Hey, Duke got that game where they beat Clemson. Duke, Duke been low-key? Hey, Duke been low-key with it, man. Duke like shit. Y'all talking about UNC? Y'all talking about Miami? Y'all might need to talk about Duke. Uh, obviously, Notre Dame isn't really in the conference, so this game don't count towards conference standings. But uh, obviously, Notre Dame plays that punk-ass half of ACC schedule, so they got to play some of us. It be like that. Notre Dame is five-and-a-half favorites. I'll start this one off. Give me the Irish. Give me the Irish. I feel like the Irish are going to bounce back at the, you know, heartbreaking loss to Ohio State. But uh, give give me the Irish. Uh, Joe, what you got?
2: Yeah, I'm rolling with Notre Dame here. They're bouncing back. Sam Hartman is no Cade Clubnick or whatever his name is. <laughs> I think he's going to put up numbers.
1: Drew. Yeah, I'm rocking with I'm rocking with the Fighting Irish as well. Here, they uh they can't really afford another loss this year, uh for their for their playoff run if they if they want to make it. So I think they're gonna be uh selling their souls for the rest of the season.
0: Selling their souls on the road, selling their souls.
1: Yep.
0: Louisville, the Louisville Cardinals at NC State. That that is the Friday night game. Um. I, I kind of like the Louisville versus NC State games. They, they 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 always deliver on the entertainment. These games, Louisville is three point favorites on the road. After putting up the fifty six piece nugget, uh, they got to go on the road and face Brendan Armstrong and 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 the crew. We we'll start with Joe, uh. NC, NC State is at home. Louisville, minus three. What you got?
2: Yeah, pour me out the bourbon, man. Give me Louisville. I mean, if they were underdog, I would have doubled down and done the money line with them, too. They, they're they winning. NC State hasn't been looking that good. They almost lost to UVA. And Brendan Armstrong's broken, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, Drew? Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm going with the same thing here. It's just I think Louisville's got a good coach. Um, like you said, Armstrong is not who he used to be, and you know, the only thing here is they might bust out the black uniforms. It is a Friday game down there, uh, and they'll yes. have a pretty cool environment there. So, th- this, th- this might be a, a sell your soul game for the for NC State, too. Yes, I
0: would, NC State I would, I would definitely be surprised wearing black. They did a reveal, it was like glow in the dark, glow in the darks, yeah.
1: So I, I can see why the spread is as close, as close as it is, even though I think Louisville is the much better team, you know? So yes. I think like if they had played this game at Louisville this weekend, I feel like Louisville would be maybe 10, 11, 12 point favorites, but the circumstances, I think bring it
0: down. Yes, yeah, on the road. And these are two future VT opponents. So I might have to put some eyeballs on this game just to scout but I'm also taking Louisville. Brendan Armstrong is pretty washed. So the the CW game of the week. Uh, shout out to CW Network. So after after this game, there should be a you know Kevin Sorbo is Hercules marathon after that game. UVA at Boston College. UVA is on a four game losing streak. They're 0 for 4. They haven't won the game all season. Uh, they, it's getting bad, man. I don't think they can afford to lose no more games. Like, you know, sometimes you just need to win one. Yeah. You know, they they, they it's, it's getting bad. It's Boy. getting real bad. And Boston College is a bad team. I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to start this one off, man. <sighs> Give me Boston College. Give me Boston College it's oh yeah boston college is uh minus three for those for those those, by the way give me boston college i i don't see i don't see uva winning this game they're gonna be they're gonna have to start the game off they're gonna have to start off oh and five drift what you got
1: i'm taking i'm taking uva on this one been riding with them i think this is finally the week that they get a dub uh and luckily it's bc who's probably the only team maybe Maybe, maybe, maybe Georgia Tech. Them, them two are probably the only teams that they have a shot. Maybe at us. Yeah, and, and let <laughs> me I'm getting ahead of myself here, but um, yeah. Let me, let me. I gotta keep, I gotta keep riding with them. I, I think they're gonna. I like their quarterback. He's actually, he's gonna give us he's gonna give us hell. If we play him. Um, uh, he's a little shifty. So I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the Wahoos.
2: And if they were actually going to play Calandra, I would take UVA. But mm-hmm. they said
1: Musket is starting.
0: Back to Musket.
1: Oh, they're back at, They're back to Musket.
0: Mm-hmm. Back to Musket. Give me BC. Oh. I, was, I still got to ride with them. The power of BC. Then after the game, you could watch Hercules and Xena and shit. Andromeda or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Clemson at Syracuse, um, we all know. We all know too well across the ACC landscape how playing up at Syracuse can be a house of horrors for everybody, not just us, everybody, even Clemson. It's hard to play up there. It's hard to win up there. And Syracuse is a solid team this year. Uh, Gary Schrader is one of them ones. He one of them guys that he can run for 100 yards on you. If you if you uh if you come up there and you not on your shit, Garrett Schrader will get your ass. Trust me, we know from experience. Schrader's one of them ones. Clemson, it ain't been the best. It ain't been the best season for them. They're two and two. Dabo making crazy comments. I seen I seen a quote from Dabo where he said that this team. It's playing just like the 2016 Clemson Tigers that won a national championship. You don't got Deshaun Watson, bro. <laughs> you yeah, don't he's, got him.
1: He's lying, he's lying his ass up on that one. He's just trying to fire the team up. You know what I mean? Get some positivity going. He, he you know he doesn't believe that shit. There's no way.
0: He can't believe that shit. So I think it's on Drift to start it all. Yeah, I'm um, I'll, I'll start with this seven. one. Clemson minus seven on the road at Qs.
1: What you got? I we, we're the resident Clemson pickers, uh, but I gotta go with I gotta go with Qs on this one. Seven points is a decent spread. And honestly, like you said, Qs is a fucking good team, and they almost should have beat Clemson at Clemson last year. Um so they're going up to the dome. I don't have Cle- I don't have Q's money line, but I got them covering that seven
0: points. Oh, it's on me to go second. Give me Clemson. This is the this is the. I think Clemson's gonna put it together. Once you get Dabo like lying and shit in the media, I'm like, All right. he gonna he, he gonna he's not beating his team up. He's gonna fire him up. They should have beat the number four team in the country at that time. Uh, I think, I think Florida State actually went down in the rankings after winning, but they were number four when they played. Give I me need, Clemson, just give me Clemson.
1: I'm gonna I need a sound bite. You saying, Give me Clemson, because <laughs> that, that is that yeah, is right. part of our lives every week, right? Every week, except for last
0: week, <laughs> we week. <laughs> yeah. Joe, what'd you get?
2: Give me Q's money line. They're going to be doing some funny shit Ooh. in the Dome. Clemson shot their wad last week. Might come out a little bit deflated. Mm. Give me Q. Man, taking
0: qc woo LSU. The Bayou Bengals. The Tigers. It's going to roll at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is coming off a bad loss to Alabama. The LSU, after that Florida State loss, they put their head down. They've been working. They've been grinding out. They've been getting these dubs. They've been flying under the radar, I could even say. LSU is two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Ole Miss. Joe, who you got? I love Lane Kiffin. But they're not getting it done this week. Give me LSU. He's taking the Tigers. I'll go. I'll go second. I'm also taking LSU.
1: I'm also on LSU. It's just like you said. They've been kind of flying under the radar after they got smoked on uh, that opening weekend against Florida State. But they're they're still a, a really good team, and um, nope. they're gonna get it together. And I just I don't know. We I've never like I. I'm cool. Like, I'm 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 all right on Lane Kiffin. I don't I don't love him or anything. I know he has a big fan base. I've just never really gotten the hype on Ole Miss since he's been there. Like I always got this thing where I know they're just kind of mediocre and they have a good offense, but they're not. Phys- I feel like they're not physical enough to be a top tier SEC team. That's my. that's always been my thing with them. So. I'm
0: rolling with LSU as well. So there you have it. Your week five last. We shall see who. Uh, well, we, we shall gotta see do, who. We got the last. We got the VT pick game. Oh, yeah. We always go. We always do the. We always do the Hokies last. But those are definitely not. I mean, I'm picking VT, obviously. But the main event. ACC Network. Prime time. The whiteout game. Uh, no not white out white effect my bad don't nobody fuck me up the white effect game Try called it a white out by the way it's <laughs> not. I mean that, but he got Penn State roots yeah uh, that would make sense <laughs> but uh, it's the white effect I don't know if the team is wearing white uniform white jerseys but I'm pretty sure they're going to be wearing probably white helmet white pants white cleats I don't know what color jersey they'll be wearing. Uh a white out where you don't wear white is dumb. Just like a blackout if you don't wear all black is dumb. Uh so but that ain't not, that ain't my decision. You know. Playing pit. Pitt is I want to say pit is one and three just like us, or if not two and two. They've been losing as well. They haven't had the best season. Phil Dracovic got hurt, according to Drift. I did not watch their last game versus UNC. Um, they, they, They haven't had the most dominant run game. Their running back, Rodney Hammond, is from Norfolk, Virginia. So I'm pretty sure he wants to come in and beat the shit out of us because everybody from the Commonwealth of Virginia that goes D1, that plays Virginia Tech, goes off on us. It's tradition. It's what they do. I start with I start with Joe. What does the Virginia Tech Hokies have to do to beat the Pittsburgh Panthers on Saturday night?
2: First thing you got to do, we say this every week, you got to stop the run. Yes, got to stop the run. The other yes. thing we got to do is establish the run. And my third key of the game is, you got the coaches are going to have to buckle down and take the points when you can get them. Quit chasing points
0: early. I agree, Drift. What's your keys to the wish your keys to victory?
1: Uh I think you gotta you gotta win. I feel like I say this every fucking time that we have to win in the trenches, but I feel like for this game, it's gotta be turnovers. Uh, that's that's number one. Um taking the points when you can get them. You know, what I mean it might be a hard fought. Now, when you say game.
0: turnovers, do you mean no
1: turnovers or forced turnovers? I mean no, I mean no turnovers on our side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cuz that cuz that really I think that really derailed us last week. I I think drones had a good game but that that fumble was was kind of real bad timing so um yeah the, limiting turnovers I think you got to control the trenches and uh you got to pass the ball. Like we we need to we need to be able to pass the ball a little bit this game. Uh get the receivers involved. Maybe Jalen Lane is a little healthier than he was. Last week, and we can get something moving, but um, we need this win. Uh, we 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 need this game big time for the rest of the season, or else it's gonna be it's gonna be tough.
0: My keys to the game is it's gonna sound a lot like the Rutgers game plan that I put out uh, two weeks ago, and that's play smart, disciplined, sound football. Uh, Narduzzi isn't going to do nothing to put the game in jeopardy. He's not going to. He's not going to chase points. He's not going to go for a lot of fourth downs that he don't need to go for. He's not gonna. He's not gonna do a lot of crazy shit, especially on the road. That's going to let get the crowd into the game. He's going to be looking to take the crowd out the game. So we got to play smart discipline football. They they they're not a better team than us. maybe they on paper they're more talented than us. They're not a better team than us. I, I I do not see it. While I did not watch their last game. I've been watching Pitt. I've kept an eye on Pitt and kept an eye on what they got going on. This isn't this isn't Pitt from 2020. This ain't 2020 Pitt. Kenny Pickett ain't playing uh, Joe and Addison ain't playing. Is is Israel, a band of Canada, damn sure ain't playing. None of these guys are there anymore. It's a it's a team that we can beat. As hard as that sound, we got to play smart, disciplined. Like Drift said, mistake free, turnover free ball, and the establish. Obviously, that goes with establishing the run. With drones playing, we have a better chance at running the ball. So that that's my uh. That's that's my keys. Pitt is two and a half point favorites on the road. I'm taking the hokies. I take the hokies every time. I just have to. Joe, who you got? Give me pit.
2: Because this game's kind of giving me shades of that last white effect night game against Duke, where we got stomped. It's either going to be like that or it's going to be like the BC game last year that we won at home at night. So. There's no in between. It's one of the two.
1: Yeah, Price got a prize got a a, a decent a, a, de, a very decent track record at night. You know, obviously we won the game earlier this season at home as at home I should add, uh, and we won the BC game last year at home, and that was probably the best this team has ever looked under him. So <laughs> when I saw it was a night game, I think that kind of really changed my opinion on. It being a a, a winnable game, I like guess it's, it, it's definitely going to be good vibes in Blacksburg. It's sold out. It'll be a crazy, crazy environment for sure. Fans always do their job, uh, so I think that'll that'll help the team a lot.
0: Yeah, this like this might if this is the final sell your soul, full blown, you know, nighttime inner Sandman. Everybody gonna be singing. If we lose this one, bruh, yeah, this is gonna be the last full one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, pride needs this one. You might even see some trick plays come out for this. You might get a trick play on the first play of the game. <laughs> you, you, I really, I think the kitchen sink coming out. This might be a sell your soul. Oh. And God, I mean, God forbid, it is pit. Uh, this this year's pit is not a good team, but they might try to pull out all the stops for this one and try to uh defeat the Pitt Panthers, man. Cause God damn does this staff need they need a win. So uh that pretty much covers that segment. Anything else we need to speak on before we sign off?
1: I think that's all, man. It's, uh, I, I can't believe the season always flies by once it starts. It's going to be week six next week when we do picks. That's insane. And it'll be October by that point as well.
2: Yeah, I can't believe that it's
1: like pretty much
2: over yeah. already. Like the bowl <laughs> hopes kind of starting to
0: fade. It's crazy. Bowl hopes of fate. Hey, t- it goes so fast it
1: goes so fast it's crazy too because like july and august take forever forever yeah. like i feel like july and august yeah. take 2 years and then september and october it's like it's like 5 minutes <laughs> and it's over
0: yeah, yeah it, it it really goes <clears throat> it really go it really goes fast it really goes fast we we are already uh this will be the fifth. This will be the fifth game. When we get to Florida State, that's the halfway mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Florida State is not. Oh man. Oh, they owe us one, two. Oh, oh,
1: That's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be a tough watch right there. <laughs> That'll but be a tough, will
0: be a tough watch. I got some. I, I got something to add before we <laughs> sign off. Our friend, our friend, our our co-host Joe Rogers. He made a he made a thread on Twitter that made some waves. He made some waves on the on the not the bird app no more, on the Elon app on X. He made some waves on X, where he put out the 30 for 30 uh X thread on the on the Virginia Tech, on the fall of Virginia Tech. It, it made some waves. My that shit went on for like two and a half days with <laughs> What you? You just asking, I was, what, what, what? made? What made you say fuck it? I got time. I'm about to be on my bullshit <laughs> weekend.
2: Man, I just finally had enough. Man, I was a. I was on. I can only be good for so long, man. It's like Virginia Tech football is kind of like being a drug addict. Like you can, you know, they're gonna fuck up at some point. And right now we're like in rehab, and we just had to have a little relapse, man. I had to snap. I couldn't handle it no more, man. Just had to let it fly. That
1: was a fire thread.
2: Thank you, sir. I got a lot of DMs. Some of y'all didn't know that it was (laughs) jokes.
0: It's always jokes, man. Always jokes. Where did you find that picture of Pete smoking that black? Because that shit had me crying. (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck? (laughs) Like it's like, bro. This whole time, my man Pete been smoking blacks. What the fuck is going
2: on, bro? <laughs> Do you like the that one man is so like <laughs> Man, I had to dig deep in the archives. This is something I've been thinking about for a long time, actually. So, I had kind of had the right timing to pull it out. A couple people got spared. I'm gonna let you know, but it went over pretty well.
0: Man, my man, my man. Shout out to Pete from Too Deep. Man, my, my man was straight hitting a black in the picture. I said, bro. <laughs> man, <laughs> that, where that dark, might be the best Where one. in the dark web did you find? It? <laughs> I gotta give a give a
2: shout out to Al Jones for feeding me some of the pictures, too.
0: Yeah, so. man, it was a it was a lot of it was a lot of slander going on. Some truths. Definitely, definitely some, some truths.
2: Some slander. Some truth, of,
0: some comedy, some slander. It was, it was, it was lighthearted. It wasn't. I didn't find it to be insidious. I mean, I was posted on it. My part wasn't insidious, I guess. But I mean, maybe it was insidious as some people. But fuck them, they'd be all right. It's just yeah. Twitter.
2: Yeah, like oh, the AC yeah. Price one kind of cracked me up. <laughs> I just put grunts audibly. <laughs> the Gators yeah, that no. one
1: was good. The, the the Sands one was pretty funny, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to make sure to put him in the COVID mask because I know most of <laughs> the people that hate him enjoyed that, you know. The one I thought was really funny was the turkey leg, too, man, because Benny's been moving in on their business. so
0: Yeah, man, shout out to the turkey leg people.
2: We got to get turkey leg sponsorship on here, man. We got to get – oh, and one final thing before we go, um, shout out to Grace and Wimbish he's uh he's been doing this fundraiser for his friend robbie that had cancer so make sure y'all either dm him or go by main street pharmacy uh the wristbands to support the calls are only seven bucks can vm cash at, cash app venmo whatever you got to do zail support our guy man grayson's a really good dude and it's a good cause yeah, man, the to shout out
0: his friend of the podcast Oh, and just to, like Drift said, a great guy. Support okay. Grayson's friend. I think his name is Robbie. We gotta put. Mm-hmm. I gotta put. I gotta put some shillings. I gotta send you some shekels, man. Put some respect on. Uh, put some respect on Robbie's name, man. Shout out to him. But that's it for 4L, y'all. Uh, we are gonna be reviewing this pick game. God, man. Hopefully after a victory. Yeah. But until then, y'all. God bless. Hey.
2: The more money Feel like they let your less. Just bought a hundred rounds And I bought a vest Caught a body Ain't tell nobody Young nigga Pack the test I want my killers We bought to slide We all ride to the death You never ever win this death Valentino when I step Calico on my right Michael Draco on my left Caught the body Then I left Good gas Nigga come take a breath Had to get them up And clean up a mess. Uh, make these niggas feel the pressure A hundred rounds I'm an extra but depending on the test mat 90 show you how to make